Hey there, adventurers. Get those headphones adjusted, immerse yourself in fantasy, and roll the intro. It's been a long time since I've said this, but welcome back to the table, everybody. It's been a while for us, not for the listeners, but for us as players and DM myself. So how about a nice juicy recap of our last session since it's been so long. Previously, you guys were on the second lower level of the pyramid itself. You guys stumbled across a very large Sphinx statue. And in the middle of that statue were four four pillars and four levers that you guys quickly made out that this is a puzzle. Um, You guys found uh, to match up images from the pillars to images on the wall. And after doing that, you solved the puzzle itself, which led you down into the room where you had a conflict with the second general. This general was a female human torso and the lower half was a giant scorpion body Um, with a pretty easy battle. You guys kicked her ass. Um, (laughs) It was supposed to be a lot harder of a fight, but nonetheless, uh, still taking good blows from the general. You guys did end up defeating her which she was wielding this uh, fine metal quarter staff that ended up being the item that was calling to Kronos. From there, you guys decided to take a short rest and then decided not to, uh, not to go back to the camp and head down to the third level. Now, that's where we left off. That's really all that happened last session was that main fight with the general. Now... You guys did put a little more pieces of the puzzle together and you realized um, from learning stuff from hieroglyphs on the walls and finding some more scrolls and things like that, that the four generals that are also the four heroes that struck down Pula Coolness the first time gave their souls to create this tomb all the magical effects the seal all of that is done from the power of the four souls of the general um then throw you were kind of like oh shit maybe we shouldn't kill any more generals and that was a conversation you guys had but uh that's kind of hard to say um who knows maybe you'll be able to uh persuade these generals to help you in some way but without any further knowledge, this is kind of what happened during your guys' short rest. And then you made your way down to the third lower level, which is where you are at now. Again, it's mirror image of the first and second lower level. You're in a rectangular room. There's a brazier in the middle. In front of you are more stairs that lead down with the red blocking aura of magic around those stairs, not allowing you to pass. And there's a hallway off to your left. Now, 
for the listener's sake, Kronos is not with us today. And so I will be filling in with print of boots. Um, he is not with you guys currently. Kronos is still with you. What would you guys like to do? I should make a note. Kronos is looking pretty messed up from the last fight. The last few turns of the fight were pretty hard against him and some others. I don't know how you all three are looking. He's going to suggest to go back to the camp. Yeah, I'm not rest. looking so. I'm not looking so great. I, yeah, and I'm um, out of spells. <laughs> yeah, I also think. I can't it remember would be good. why we decided to go down here in the first place. Well, we we you know we, we wanted to like time's of the essence, you know. So like let's let's just you know take a quick look, just just a little bit, and then you know if it's dangerous, we can you know turn around, you know tail between oh, our legs. But Bernie, right, you actually, know, you know if I, shit drops down on us, it drops down on us. That's how it's yes, been but, up until now. <laughs> to be fair, we have been a little bit like not prepared for what was coming. Like we didn't bring rope, we didn't bring anything. So probably a good idea to just look if there needs uh, if we need a rope, like a fucking hole in the ground. Just is there? Exactly, and you know, we we can we can get an umbrella if shit starts falling. But you know, just like just. We can has a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. Well, I, I still got some arcane energy left to use. I um, I have a little bit, but not much. Look, anything happens, we just we turn around and we run. Yes. All right. Take your word for it. All right. Um, you guys move out to a uh, hallway that you can see there. Excuse me. There's a set of stairs, just probably about four or five stairs down, but there's like uh, about four sets of these stairs. So you are making your way down, but it just looks like a hallway. There's sand and little pebbles and rocks laying on the floor. Well, uh, onward then. I don't like this small hallway. <laughs> don't worry. What, what's the worst thing that can happen? Oh, you shouldn't ask such questions. And Bernie would like stop in the middle of the track. You guys hear this? Don't get us started. Is that a boulder behind us? No. All right. (laughs) It's not so Indiana Jones. (laughs) All right. Well, as you guys get to the end of this hallway, there's another lit brazier and a fork. Uh, So you can either go down to your right or down to your left. Any leaves away. Should we split up to count no. more grass? No. Oh, no. 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 <laughs> Not in this state. Uh, and I, I, Bernard. Actually, I would like would, I would like to check the traps. Okay. Um, in my area, else? Bernie has been moving yeah, further. Why so are you guys that doing far. that? Um, from last time, Bernard and Venthor, you had torches going. Are they still going? Yes, uh, I, I have the I sword. Da- by the way, the sword. Am, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm I'm down to like three torches left. Okay, I your tokens are already set up with light. I yeah. just needed if I, I needed to change it. Yes, but. I'm down um, to like three torches. I have As two, pro- if you need it. Um, and no, well, we, we should definitely also, restock. Yeah, we should restock at the thing. Uh, that is a investigation. Oh yeah, I'm good at investigation. Twenty-one. 21 uh yeah no it doesn't look like 
Doesn't look like anything's going on, so. As a precaution, I would like to cast Mage Armor on myself. All right. Just in case shit gets hairy. I will say, uh, with that investigation, you do see some footprints leading in this direction. Oh. They look humanoid. Um, so maybe that mummification crew guy that's been following us? Maybe. Okay. Man, probably a pretty well, good thought. Yeah, we do have footprints leading this way. Mm. Um, I'll point them out to the guys so they also see them. All right. Oh. Anyway. Don't go too far now. Yes. So oh, dear. As you go uh, farther down this hallway, you come to a T. Uh, you can go left or right. Left seems to go back up the way you came. Right seems to go down farther. I don't know, you guys. You do I... see some light coming from the left and a set of stairs. Another brazier. More stairs? Maybe we should just turn mm. back because, like, at this point, if we get trapped, we're gonna get trapped real good. We might, you know, get lost. Yeah, I sort of expected something like last, you know, last level where there was like a huge pit, like right at the entrance. Um, yeah. but since they're just hallways, I don't know. Maybe let's, we should rest up. Let's go back and check the other way to see if it leads to the same thing. Sure, all right. You guys turn around and start making your way back to where the brazier was at the fork in the road and go left this time. It is a mirror image of the hallway. Um, it's going down and then angles to the left instead of the right. And as you guys get closer, uh, you end up coming to another T that also goes right or left. Um, left, you can see that there is a brazier at another intersection that seems to only, you can only go right or left. And then up farther, as far as you can see, it's just a hallway with one set of stairs leading up. And you hmm. can't see any farther than that. Do we feel um, that uh, pulling sensation still? Well, um, Bernard does not any longer. Ventho, yeah, you still have the faint. Um, mm -hmm. Give me a insight check, since I, I think you you did one last session, but that's since it's uh, one session. Uh, me, the, uh, Valendrian. Oh yeah, right. Insight. Fourteen. Fourteen's not, not bad. bad. Um. Not enough to really give you, you know, it's felt stronger on this side. So from the brazier, so you went left this way, mm. the right side, you could feel it faint away a little bit. It seems All to right. be in this direction. On this side somewhere. where we are currently now. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, on this side, we're we are on the right track as far as I can tell. But yeah, I also think uh, if we go deeper, we should rest before we do that. All yeah, right. let's let let let's um let's go back. Okay. Yeah. You guys, make your way back up the stairs. You start climbing up past the second level, up past the first level, and give me a perception check, everybody. Yep. 
that perception. is not as good. I'm really good at perception. 20. Oh, you're not. 20? 13. What do you mean? 16. 16. Uh, 20 and 16. So uh, uh, Bernard and Valindrian, you... It's dark. Yes, you have dark vision. You're only seeing stuff in black and white unless you come up to light. The sword is only going out to about 40 feet with dim light included. You swear you see that Bernard, I don't think you've seen it yet. Vinthro, you've seen parts of this creature or person, whoever has been following you is like walking in the same direction as you guys. But again, just staying right outside. But you start to like your eyes adjust in the darkness, even outside of your dark vision. And you can make out like a, sh- a figure in the shadows. And it's in front of you, moving with your pace. It's that creature again. It's been tracking us this whole time now. Can I... Can I try and shoot a fire bolt sure. down the hallway? Make an attack roll. It. Mm, 14. 14 gets really close. So what happens is you send off your firebolt and as the flame is obviously lighting up this this long staircase that you guys are on, it goes past this creature and now you get a look at it, all of you do, since it's been lit up. The hood is up and it starts to turn away from you, from like the light. It looks like it's light sensitive like it it like squints away from the light but the skin is like a mm, darkish tan sand like think a pile of sand and then throw like almost orc skin color into that Mm. and mix it it's like a tannish green um skin you can Hmm. see that these long there's two on almost like wolverine like uh think of his claws but there's only two of them and it looks like it starts up on the forearm and extends five to six inches past its fingers human hands um human feet just these tattered greenish robes and as it winces it blinks out of existence and is gone it blinks not yeah. just runs away. No, it like stops and like curls away from the fire bolt to like dodge it mm. a little bit. But also it seems like I said, you kind of see it like wince, its eyes wince close and it looks like it's some sort of light sensitive. And then all of a sudden it's just gone. But before it goes, everybody give me a perception check. That is 16 this time. 16's good. 17... Oh, that's performance. That should be 16. Uh, 22. 16, 22. Um, Anything over a 15 would have done it. So you guys all see this. As it's turning away, its robes kind of open up a little bit. And you can see inside this, this mask that you think it's probably like some sort of diamonds or something similar. It looks like it's just a diamond covered mask. It looks very, very similar to the white masks that the cult wear 
rectangle slits for the eyes and no mouth. That's how this one is, but it's got more detail. Um, and it's not just a flat face. It's got, you know, it's got curves of an actual face to it. And it's mm. golden, you said? It's like diamonds. Diamonds. You would guess it. it's like made out of diamonds. Because again, that firebolt was coming by. So the light like kind of glimmered off this mask. And it looked to be made out of a diamond of sorts or a diamond material or something like maybe a crystal. Um, but some sort of diamond or crystal material, and then it just blinks out of existence and is gone. Well, at least we can shy it away. It didn't attack uh, us on yet. And that it's still following us, looking at us all the time. Yes. Which is a little bit creepy in my book. But oh, yes. Uh, oh, yes. Well, well let's, let's get out of here for now. Yeah. Come back after our rest. Nice. You guys uh, make it up to the main hall, make it outside of the pyramid, make your way back down to the camp. At this point, it's late evening. Um, you guys have been in the pyramid for some time. Um, and just with travel time, getting back down to the camp, it took you a few hours. As you arrive at camp, Zex, Orgog, and Hawken are sitting around a campfire. Zex seems to be doing pretty good. Uh, print of boots isn't anywhere to be seen. Maybe he's in a tent or something. Um, but that's what you arrive on. They're just having casual chit-chat. Kronos will, uh, you know, he's messed up, so he's going to go rest and get you know, his long rest in. Um, is there anything you guys want to do before you take your rest? Um, actually, no. Since Kronos already fell asleep, I don't need to... No, we did all the fucking thing with the staff, didn't we? No. Yes. Yeah. With, yeah, you, with, you but learned... with Harkin. Uh, what? Sorry. Did we learn about the staff when we were at camp, or did we learn it when we were inside, because I remember uh, getting the name for inside uh, Bernie. You, yes, you read the hieroglyphs that are on both oh, yeah, weapons, which were just the names of each weapon. So Bernard's was Soulbinder and Kronos's was Soulbreaker. Yes. I'm sorry, Spellbinder and Soulbreaker. Spellbinder and Soulbreaker. I said Soulbinder. <laughs> I meant to say Spellbinder is Bernard's weapon and Kronos is, is Soulbinder. I would like to go and speak with Harkin. All right. Yep. He's just sitting around the campfire with Zex and yep. um, Zex is the first to speak up. It says, ah, oh, it's uh, you guys are back. Welcome back. You look yeah. tired. Yeah. Yeah. We've been uh, in West Virginia. Uh, we got a new... Um, staff if you could say quarter staff yes from uh one of the generals uh yes you must have uh if my memory serves me right i believe it's called soul some soul 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 breaker Breaker. yes yes very Um, good it's another magical weapon other than that do you know of any of the other weapons there's two more for sure I know there was a magic user. Um, I forget his name. Hmm. I know he wielded a staff. 
and then there was a nut the last hero uh wielded i believe it was a rapier or scimitar mm-hmm. one of the two i don't remember exactly so mate could that be set uh Thethra? General Thethra, since he was the one that found the golden book. There's a good chance. There is a good chance. Okay. And then we don't know the last guy or the last general's name. No. Mm. And it's been too long. I just, thousands of years of memories, some Uh, get lost. Yeah, yeah. So I... I do apologize for that. Uh, well, um, speaking of of that golden book, uh, Zex, could you could you hand it to me, please? Oh, I I don't want anything to do with that thing. Uh, I didn't take it. Oh yeah, oh, no, I mean the, Zex. Uh, yeah, Zex. Oh shit, that's right. I thought yeah. she's scratch that. Sitting nearby. Yeah, sure. Let me go get a four-year-old. <laughs> she was she was keeping it safe, so it didn't end. Yeah, I forgot she about that because it is secret. a secret book. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Secret? Is it safe? Yes. Yes, yeah. uh, she gets up, walks um, into her tent, and then comes back with it. It's like wrapped up in like a cloth and hands it to right. you. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, um, since um, since I'm an elf, I only require like four hours of rest. Yes, and so in the other four hours, where the other ones get their eight-hour rest, I would like to use these four hours to get a first study done on the book. Okay. So um, like insert the need- the ruby. Yeah, about that. I still think I have the ruby. Just say I got it. Uh, yeah. Didn't uh, didn't Bernard give it to yes, me? He yes, he stole it from me. <laughs> but you don't I know that yet. That. <laughs> no, but I don't think you can open the book. So you asking Why for not? the book is weird to me because you can't open it without the ruby that I have. But but Bernard gave me a ruby. Yeah, but he don't. I had all the rubies, <laughs> so you asked. Well, you're, for the book you're is asleep, weird. I guess. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> you asking for the book before me going to sleep? Hmm. That's why use it as a pillow, you know. <laughs> you don't use a book like that as a pillow. I mean, it, it does for? look very soft, you know. It's pure gold, Bernie. Gold is soft. Why do you think they'll bite into them? Anyway, need uh, need some studying done, uh, nah, Melandrin? No. <laughs> Why did you ask for the book then? I just like to have it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm a wizard. I like books. Do I need yeah, a reason to have I'll... a book on my possession? I'm a bard. I like books as well, but I also understand there's some dangerous books, aka the book you're trying to read. Well, you've seen what it did. Well, it's it's mine. I found it. it came to me. Oh God, damn it! Don't turn into Bernie. Please. Hey, hey Winthrow, I, I've got some 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 <laughs> some notes. I'd like some help with. I've I've been I've been doing a lot of poetry. I, I think that's that's the way poetry. to go. Poetry. Yeah, I mean, instead of like, you know, uh, epical storytelling, I'd like to go lyrical a bit more, you know, my emotions and like, uh, you know, rhymes and stuff. Um. Sure. <laughs> can I roll insight on that? Sure, go ahead. <laughs> you, you can roll deception. Roll deception if you're lying. 
Uh, let me just let me check. I'm actually fairly good with that. Thirteen on my part. Thirteen. <laughs> well, I see something a little bit off. But yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's not totally you, but fine. I, I, I don't have it written down. At least I um, still have the key, so you can't get into the book. Exactly. Right. <clears throat> right, Valendian. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. I will go with Bernie and look over his notes and give him pointers on. No, no, don't do that. <laughs> and do this. I, I, I would really like to point out, like he he does have like some scribbled notes of like his him writing down uh, the story and like you know he he he's he's done a fairly good job. There's a lot of you know uh, comparisons and metaphors with food and like spices. Um, and it, it, it gets very tedious regarding that. Uh, but you do know that there are, there's no poetry in there. Yeah, there's definitely no poetry. It's yeah, like, there's zero poetry. Wait, <laughs> you have no, like, if you want poetry, do it like this, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Of course. Yeah. I, I thought I did it correct. I mean, I thought that was, that was it. I'm, I'm so sorry. You're, you're, you're such a good bard. What, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad to have you here to give me pointers. I would be lost without you. Of course. Well, I will go to bed after that. Okay. Bernard, I'm guessing you go to bed too. Yes, but uh, before he goes to bed, he will try to he will try to make a poem uh, about Winthrow and how great he is because he is actually genuinely happy for 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 the help. Um, oh okay. Roll a. What would you even call this performance? performance? I suppose. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Real performance. Dirty 20. Wow. You write an amazingly good poem. Good job. I would love to come up with something right now, but <laughs> that's a bit hard on the spot. <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, all right. Perfect. So uh, you all you take your rest. Four hours later, you come out of your trance of uh, Valendrian. And are you going to attempt to open the book up? Oh, yes, I do. Okay. Um, you take out the golden ruby-shaped gem, and you match it up to the cover that's got the slot for it, and it sinks into it. You might uh, try to remove it. It's in this book now. It's, like, fused oh, into the book. that's convenient. Um <laughs> You see it starts to glow like a brass color a bit. Not like super bright, but it's just got that faint magical aura. A shimmer to it. Yeah, a shimmer to it. And you open up the first cover. It's a picture of a dragon, uh, ancient brass dragon. Uh, there's no text on it. It's just like what's the best way to describe this like just the head of a dragon kind of looking down right mm. Mm. Um, that's all it is on that and then you flip it up to uh, the next page do you know draconic I am think sure you I do, do. Uh, languages I know draconic okay yes. so this is all in draconic shocker dragon <laughs> book in draconic um, you start to read and you kind of lose yourself in it like the world around you when you read this book kind of disappears not 
physically disappears, but I just blended kind out. of yeah, like your perception of the world kind of goes black around you. You don't notice mm. it. It's not something you really notice until like once you get done reading. You only can get about a page into it and your eyes kind of start to hurt Hmm. and your brain kind of goes fuzzy and then like you can't keep your focus on it um but what you do get from the first page of this book is that this is the ancient brass dragons dragon book and it's a book of transmutation hmm all about it's you're kind of putting two to two together and when you can continue to read this book you're probably gonna learn how transmutation became and how it was created and probably all the properties to it and all the things you can do with it and probably a bunch of things you didn't even know that people don't know you can do with it but what a dragon can do with it um so but yeah, you like it's a weird feeling. You've never felt this before. You like like I said, you get done with one page and I mean, this is a big book, so it's like one page has got a lot of text on it and mm. will take you a while to read just one page. But yeah, your eyes start to kind of get that almost like if you were staring at a computer screen that has yeah. really bad eyes blue light. Yeah, it's yeah. got like a it's a cheap monitor kind of that kind of thing and then you kind of just get like you can't concentrate you don't get exhausted or tired and it's not like you need to take a break you just can't continue to read this book at least right. as of yet all right cool then um at least you didn't yeah, learn uh, anything bad for now yeah there are some more pages to get into <laughs> and future a lot rest <laughs> yes. yeah um yeah I'll, I'll close the book again um and wrap it again in the sheet Okay. And once we all get back up, uh, give it back to Zex for yep. safekeeping again. Morning comes and uh, you give the book back to Zex. Kronos uh, seems to not be powering up. He took a lot of damage the last. It looks like he needs to rest some more. Um, and Print of Boots comes up and uh, comes up to you guys. It's like, well, I have tried to wake up the big metal man, but he's not waking up. So if you guys need a fourth, I'm more than happy to come into the uh, the tomb with you. I've been kind of excited to see it, more of it. Sure, we'll be happy to have you. Let me just go and see if I can wake him up. I'll go. Oh, you can try, but I I've <laughs> tried really him. hard to hit him on his head. Didn't work. Just I don't know. Low battery mode. I don't know. I'll start kicking him. Yeah, sure. Uh, all the help is welcome. I'm guessing nothing happens. Yeah, no, he's just <laughs> in Did power this... off mode. I would like to do a medicine check to see if, on a kind of check actually from the staff to him to see if it's something to do with that. Okay, yeah. Just to make sure. Yeah, go ahead. That is an eight plus a six. No, five. So that is 13. Uh, from what you can tell, the staff doesn't seem to be doing this. He just, he still likes, the weird thing is, is that he didn't heal enough in those eight hours of rest. Um, he still looks, he looks better than what he did, but he mm-hmm. still doesn't look at a hundred percent. Okay. Okay. So he's 
still alive. He's still there. Yes. Like, yes. Okay, he's good. still very good. like good. He's got this light to him that kind of shines through like cracks and stuff of his armor and stuff. And it's like got a pulse to it, like a slow pulse, almost like a heartbeat. So you can see that. Yes, he's he's fine. He just needs some more rest. So with that, are we going back into the tomb? Yes. All right. Guys, well, make we should, your... we should probably restock with uh, some torches. Oh yeah. If we yes, have... I will. Rest- I will restock to ten torches again. Okay. You if, pick up some torches. They're available. Oh yeah. 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 You guys have only used what you've brought personally so far. We yeah, used uh, quite a bit. But yep. Yeah. And I would take rope and pitons and a, a hammer to put them. Perfect. In That's the yeah. You can take all of that. I yes. would just now say that I remember if, if you want to just put like climbing gear in your like inventory, so you don't have to put just all the those... climbing kick. kick yeah, then, kit. Yeah, do item. a kit, and then you'll have all that kind of stuff in that. Um, you load up with that, put that in your bag. Um, anything else you guys want to take with you? Uh, literally anything that you could think of that a tool that an archaeologist or a tomb raider would have, you have. So if there's anything you guys can think of that you might want to take tool-wise. I mean, we'll remember uh, when, we're, when we're inside. Yeah, yeah. That's usually how it goes. <laughs> yeah. is, oh, yeah, shit, I could have used this or something. Yeah. yeah. No worries. All righty. Well, back to the tomb. You start walking and you guys get into the main hall once again. Nothing seems to really have changed. You start making your way down. You pass the first level, the second level, and you get back to the third level where you all, all were originally. Um, so, uh, which uh, nothing seems to be changed. Uh, do you guys still want to go to back down to the left or to the right? Let's go to the left. Left. Okay. Yeah, I, I got better uh, chances with left. Instead. Yeah. All right, yeah, so you I'm come saying. back to that T where you can take a right or a left. The right takes you kind of like back up the way you would think to the staircase um, that you entered this floor in. And then uh, left takes you to another T with a brazier lit that you can go right or left again. Your left or my left? Which left? If you were looking at your computer screen, that's how I'm doing right, it. Right. So like um, right there, right would be going up, left would be going down. Then if you go down, left would be left, right would be right. I know it gets kind of confusing, but... (laughs) A little bit. So up or down? Yeah, up or down. Which way? Uh, Also, need to be with us. (laughs) Let's throw a coin. I'm sure you have a coin, right? Sure. Yeah, let's throw a coin. Throw it. Heads up. Tails down. Mm-hmm. It's tails. All right. Okay. Going down. Okay. Uh, you guys reach a small staircase. This staircase goes up a little bit, like, I don't know, maybe 10 feet or so. Um, and then you continue down a empty hallway until you make it to a T. The brazier here is another lit. T. Again, there is uh, another a... investigation. Okay. For traps. Yep. Uh, 19. 19 you're pretty confident that there's no traps uh in your immediate area of this hallway um you have the option to go right of the lindrian with your dark vision you can see that uh you would hit a wall um Mm -hmm. and it looks like you'd go back up so to the left 
And then off to your guys' immediate left, there's just a hallway. And you can't see the end of it. I think uh, we should go left here. There's a there's okay. a hot corner there. Okay. You guys make your way down the hallway. And it is indeed a hard left that takes you up to what looks to be a room. There's something up ahead. Uh, you do see from where you're standing some tattered rugs that lay on the floor. What looks to be pottery and jars. And then one uh, coffin. Hmm. And then as you guys make your way closer, you can see that there's braziers lighting this room. And it's a burial room. It's got multiple sarcophagi or <laughs> sarcophaguses, sarcophagi, whatever you want to call them. There's multiple <laughs> ones um, lining this room. It's covered with spider webs. Um, two braziers light the room. And then there's a bunch of like this like clay jars and some of them are broken laying around the sarcophagi i will loot the area loot the area okay anybody does anybody want to help uh yeah sure okay uh advantage that is uh 22 22 all right um you gonna check for any traps yes i mean i guess I guess this would be considered an investigation check too. So we'll just use your 22. Um, There are no traps. None of these seem to be trapped. Um, So you, you know, push off lids and round, you know, look for stuff. You guys get uh, four rings with rubies in them. Four golden rings. Yeah. Four golden rings with rubies. Um, 500. Yes, 500 of those gold coins and 100 uh, assorted gems of different kinds, sapphires, rubies, emeralds. Um, Then outside of that, you do find some just like artifacts. You find like this small cane. It's probably about six inches long. It's got a curved snake at the top. Uh, Just looks to be made out of uh, some sort of like hardened clay. Uh, but it's really fine in detail that it's painted. The paint has been faded from over time. Uh, you find a, another one of those, what seems to be the begin, the first version of dragon chest sets. It's not a complete set and there's some broken pieces to it, but it's still in, I mean, good condition for fourth over 4,000 years old. So if you guys want to take those two artifacts, you can, um, and that's it. All right, and that's really all you get from this room. It's a pretty small room, so uh, and with that mm-hmm. solid investigation check, there's no like trap doors hidden anywhere or anything like that. Okay. Well, then let's go to the other direction. Okay, yeah. Make your um, way bye. out of this room, and then you're greeted with the hallway that you came from. Um, I'm guessing you're gonna go completely, yep, straight over. Uh, you well, pass the intersection and continue down this hallway. Once you get to uh, the end of this hallway, it opens up into a large room that seems to be somewhat lit. Um, there is a staircase that is broken. Uh, it doesn't seem it's only about a 10 feet drop. So nothing too crazy, but you will have to climb back up it to get out of this room. It appears that this is the only way in and out. There are broken columns. Uh, it looks to be some sort of support 
they look to be like support beams, but you guys already know there are no ceilings here, so they must have just been for decorative. Um, and then at the back of the room, I think everybody can see... No, you can't. That's about all you can see. There's four braziers lit in each corner. Um, you can kind of make out that there might be some of those tall statues. Um, Valendrian, you see all of this because of your dark vision. Uh, yes. So you can tell it to the rest of the team if you'd like. But there are four yeah. standing sarcophagi at the back wall. Um, there are, like I said, two large statues at the end of each uh, of the hall. The snake statues that have depict the hood of a cobra and the face of a man. Um, and that's really all you can see. All right, so I will jump down. Easy enough. You drop down 10 feet. Land on your feet. No, go. I will. For now, I will stay up here since I have some range to my yeah, casting yeah. and keep yeah. a, like a no okay. watch position. Yep. I will start investigating idea. these four. Okay. Roll me an investigation check. Natural 20, so 25. Natural 20. Nice. You. This is more of a perception thing, but I'm going to give it to you for investigation because you're standing right here you can hear that there is something moving in two of these coffins oh <laughs> well not opening these and when you kind of get there valendrian you're standing on the staircase over overlooking everything yes. and you catch a glimmer out of the top of like one of your eyes and you look up and there is a key one of those statues hovering above you guys in the middle of this room. Ooh, so the one of the miniature statue yes. keys that we've been collecting is like just just hovering. Yeah. Like out of anybody's reach, really. I mean, yes, you could fly up to it, but like, yeah, it's I would say it's probably like 60 to 70 feet off the ground, and it's got a full since it's not on a pedestal or anything, it's fully surrounded by this, like that cyan colored aura that you guys know you have to usually do something pull, pull a lever fight something you don't see that aura you do see it but it's just like oh. a full dome because it's not sitting oh, on the right. ground anywhere it's right. just kind of floating I in the air I forgot something I forgot to do my ritual where I can get another spell so and I don't guess have who else forgot to do spell. something our uh, divination wizard needs to roll his I did oh, you I did? remembered that okay. Okay. I rolled a, a 4 and a 6 right there you did so sorry for oh, just calling sorry, you out I didn't like say, that but... <laughs> <laughs> I actually remembered dick. it <laughs> uh, so um, yes Ventra you do hear uh, something in two of these coffins Right. Which two? The outer two. So the one on the far right and the one on the far left. Um, Damn it, Shadow call... doesn't cover both of them then. I would Damn I would it. call down to uh Bernard and Bintro and point out like at the top there is there's the statue we need, but it's still protected, I'll just quickly, so I'll quickly turn around and just like <laughs> and point at the two it's like, okay. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> God damn what does it. that mean? I'll send a message to Valendrian in his head that two um, unknown enemies inside of these two. <laughs> Unknown life forms. 
Hey, yes. uh, I I think we need to defeat like something or trigger something so that I could we could grab the statue. Great. I will go to one of the sides then. Okay. But uh, Bernard and Vinthro, uh, when you guys are kind of walking around, give me just pure luck checks. Give me a d20 roll. D20. Don't add anything to it. That's a good oh, it's better than mine. Mine is but six. With a six, you start walking away. I'm going to put you back to kind of where you will be. Yeah, sure. You'll be like here. <laughs> you start walking away and your foot lands on a pressure plate and a little stone presses down. <laughs> And the uh, two coffin uh, sarcophagi that had the creatures in them, the tombs, the tops just blow off. And these two creatures come out wielding like a two-handed scimitar, like a giant scimitar. And they look to be... The best way I could describe this creature is like a devil with horns with just sand for a lower part and it's like floating above the ground and they let out these like two screeches and everybody needs to roll for encounter all righty let's begin combat combat begins with the top of the order being bernard bernard do you hear this and like one of the tomb lids comes flying behind you they like kind of turn around and you see this like devilish looking horned humanoid that's floating and there's like a sandstorm under him like where his feet should be with a giant scimitar that's bigger than you <laughs> Bad. interesting um bernard's gonna quickly uh get his bearings and get right between print of boots and Hit. the creature uh and just quickly try to get two slashes in to try to all right disarm them as fast as possible so we're going to use my macros uh attack nice and attack oh i thought that was gonna be a natural 20. uh, 14 (laughs) and 17. uh 17 hits 14 does not so one of them does hit so rude so rude uh so yeah he manages to he's gonna try to like his attacks are very sort of Feral as he's been surprised, and they're just sort of quick slashes that go a bit too through the like the whirlwind. But okay. the second one, like the first one, does actually connect with like the chest area. Perfect. And really damage up. Uh, sorry, that was eleven. Eleven piercing damage as you pierce into its chest. Um, it seems like sand just pours out of the wound. And uh, good turn. You have a bonus action and some movement left, I believe. Uh, yeah, it's, that's going to be it. That's going to be it? All righty. It is ooh, Prince of Boots' turn. He is going to be like, oh, shit, that is not good. He's going <laughs> to pull out his scimitar and move. <laughs> One, two, three. Uh, and is just gonna swing away. Um, his first attack. I need to pull up his sheet because I am playing somebody now. Uh, let's see. First attack misses. 
you want some text misses to too because they're all the same fucking thing all right so print of boots uh he goes to uh, attack the creature but kind of hits where you did like his lower sandy area which is just like a sandstorm and just cuts through it too quickly and doesn't get an effective attack next it is Vinthro's turn uh, you are up like, if it would help some of us can probably play print of boots in combat oh that's okay all right i got it i appreciate it Pack it up, pack it up, pack it up, pack it up, pack it up. <laughs> as you backpedal, back up, back up, back up, back up. So I can Start see back. it as well. There we go. Um, because apparently I can't see it when I go all the way up there. That's great. Yes. Because it's darkness. This room is not fully lit. No. But you um, wish you had dark vision. No, not really. <laughs> Dissonant whispers in the fucking face of this game. Okay. The guy that's alone. What like, is that? Nobody's just it's safe uh, for me. Wisdom. Wisdom, not the I'm wisest. Guessing, oh, shit, yeah, I wisdom. rolled a natural 20. Never mind. <laughs> uh, it still takes half damage, though. Okay. So that's eight, psychic, and then I'll move to the stairs. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Um, yeah, you see, like, this mist started to form around his head. Uh, but he shakes it off, but it still looks like he took a little bit of damage from it. All righty. Next up in combat is Valendrian. Tis your turn. Yes. From the top of the stairs, he will shoot a firebolt at the second. Um, what are they even called? Oh, we don't know. You, at the yeah, second sand know. devil or whatever. Yeah, that's um, a great name for it. <laughs> <laughs> Ten. Tin does not hit um, as you send off your firebolt. It kind of just like floats around it. Yeah, they float. They don't dance. Yeah, they're right. just like floating off the ground. So it just kind of moves out of the way as it crashes against the wall and explodes. Right. Uh, yeah, uh, hold my position for now. Alrighty. It is the bad guy's turn. Sand devils. Alright. Uh, which one's which? Okay. Uh, the one by Print of Boots and Bernard is going to take some attacks against you two. One for uh, Bernard and one for Print of Boots. I rolled a 18 to hit. It hits Print of Boots for sure. Uh-huh. Does it hit you two? Uh, yeah. It, okay. It yeah, this just giant scimitar that this two wielded giant scimitar. He just does a long swing and just hits both of you. It, they kind of have multi attack, but it's just one swing based off of how big the weapon is. And um, you guys both get slashed across like your mid sections and take. God, I rolled crappy. 12 points of slashing damage to the both of you. That's pretty good. Twelve. And Twelve. And um, with that attack, I need constitution saving throws from both of you as well. I think I got Ooh, I fail as printed boots. Um, I get... Oh, it's 21. You succeed. Nothing additional happens to you. Um, all right. Now... Uh, it is the second one's turn, which is going to come up 
5, 10, 15, 20, and stop there to flank you, Bernard, right. with its comrade, and it's going to take its uh, single swing, but attack both Bernard and um, Print of Boots. I rolled uh, 19 that time. Oh, dear. Yeah. Okay. I also need a constitution saving throw from you. And take... I don't have advantage, I don't think. Uh, oof, 10. Uh, 10, you fail. Once per turn, when you hit a creature with an attack using this magical weapon, you can wound the target. At the start of each of the wounded creature's turn, it takes 1d4 necrotic damage for each time you wound it and can make a DC 15 constitution saving throw, ending all effects such as wounded on itself. Uh, Alternatively, the wounded creature or creature within five feet of it can use an action to make a DC 15 medical check to end the effects as well. So you are uh, gonna take 11 points of damage from just the sword Yep. And then another D4 of necrotic damage. So take four necrotic damage. Naturally. Naturally. Um, and that's its turn. Right. And now it's your turn. You got Uh, it. So I believe at the beginning of your turn, I think I said it can make a constitution. Yes, at the beginning of Bernard's turn. So that would be now. Yes. So. Uh, make a DC, another DC Constitution saving throw. You're looking hmm, for beginning. 15. I think I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. Okay, <laughs> the effect still lasts. You don't take any damage now, but the D4 still applies if you get hit again. Okay, so when I get hit. Interesting. Yeah, it's only um, when you get hit. I'm just... Uh, what kind of rulers do I got? Cone? Okay, so I'm just trying to... If I stood here, could I get a 15 foot? No, that's very hard to do. Okay. <laughs> um, anywho, uh, Bernard's gonna try to focus down the one he's been he's been wounding together with Print of Boots. Okay. Um, and he's gonna, yeah, I mean, he's gonna do just the good old classic stab, stab, stabby, uh, stab. Roll it up. Just try to. I'm just, just, just um. Yeah, he, he's gonna he's gonna try to flank him. Um, so that's an attack opportunity okay. on him. Sadly, uh, nineteen to hit. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Let me just—I think he he's gonna shield. Shield it? Yes, he's gonna shield okay. it. Okay, you, sh- you throw I'm up. A done. Sh- <laughs> yeah, as you uh, leap away. Um, to try to flank this other one, uh, the one behind you swings at you, but you throw up a magical shield, and the blade makes contact with that instead of you. And you and make it to as, where you need to be. How how I'd like to roleplay this is like as he gets hit, and like the shield goes like from from his buckler like all around him, like he gets like sort of like a boost, like as uh, if he yeah, was yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. a ball with a baseball bat. Yeah, yeah, and he just sort of flies oh, yeah. up and. <laughs> He's gonna take the momentum to just do a, like a pirouette kind of deal and just try to slash twice Perfect. Uh, at like the creature. Uh, so that's uh, a take inspiration for that. Oh, I don't mind if I, I still have it. I should use it. <laughs> okay, well, fuck. Uh, you said twenty. 
20 to hit yes, and that hits. 25. So yeah, both Damn. of them hit. That's this and this. Need that powerhouse to go through. <laughs> so that's 28 magical piercing total. Okay, yeah. As you're flying through the air, you cut into them twice really well. And again, just sand kind of starts to pour out of those piercing holes you made. And he's going to use that inspiration in quotation marks to use second wind and heal up a little bit. Okay. That's going to be his turn. All right. Good turn. Um, next up is Print of Boots. And he is just, now that he, he's got advantage as well, he is going to also um, take his attacks against these sand devil looking creatures. Wow. Uh, I think that still misses. Yeah. Uh, first attack misses with advantage. <laughs> Oh my god. I rolled a natural one and a nine for my second attack. I missed both attacks. Uh, he's just, yeah. He's just been god sitting at camp lately. He's been a little rusty. Uh, so he swings and just misses two times with his uh, scimitar. And then <laughs> uh, that's going to be his turn. Uh, Vinthro, you are up. Another dissonant boy, a whispers on the guy in the back. Okay. Um, that is gonna be ooh fail, fail, man. Fail, fail. Now I I rolled eighteen natural. He doesn't have anything, up. but eighteen. Normal damage then. That's five. Five points of damage. As yeah, that attack just doesn't. It, it's kind of working, but just not very well. Um. And I would like to just run all the way up. And do I have a bonus action for anything? Um, can I give uh, Printer Boots uh, Bardic Inspiration while running all the way into the sky? Just. Hey, ah! <laughs> what is that, a D8? Uh, that's a D8, yes. Okay. Set that aside for him. Alrighty, um, good turn. Good turn as you charge forward with your uh, rapier raised and just screaming. Um, that boosts print of boots morale a bit, and he will. So he doesn't some... get fucking flanked as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, Valindrian, it is your turn. Yes. Um, he will try to. What spell you're gonna use? Uh, let's try firebolt again. This time okay. at the one that's being flanked by Bernard and okay. Print of Boots. Come on. No. Ooh. Nope. Uh, your firebolt, um, just you, you aim too high, trying to be cautious not to hit Bernard or Print of Boots, uh, and it goes over his head and crashes into the wall behind them mm, and explodes. Right. All right. Still, still standing my ground here. Okay. Perfect. Uh, next up is the Sand Devil dudes. Uh, first one is going to do like a full 360 with its giant rapier or scimitar to hit or try to hit both Print of Boots and Bernard. Um, so, uh, dang, I'm rolling great when I try to attack. Uh, 24 to hit. <laughs> Why can you not do that with Print of Boots? I don't know. Yeah. I'm guessing it's... that hits. Um, Spite shield. And you still have the necrotic damage, the d4. Um, so both of you right. are going to take 
14 points of damage, including the D4 of necrotic damage to both of Print of Boots and Bernard, as this creature just does a full 360 with the blade out extended, and you guys just can't move in time. Moves fairly fast for wielding such a big weapon. Damage. Uh, all right. Um, the next Sand Devil is going to attack Venthro. Um, as he sweet, he lifts up his giant scimitar and is just going to try to bring it straight down through the middle of you. 19? Yeah, that's... Okay. Constitution saving throw for me, please. Oh. Yeah, of oh. course. Oh, no. That is a... Oh no, you fail. So you are now yeah, taking eight. the necrotic damage, um, which is only two extra points, but I rolled really good. Um, that's, that's 70, not good for nine, me. 19 points of damage, including the necrotic damage as this blade comes straight down into your shoulder, your right shoulder just like goes in like a couple inches and then he slices out with it. And that's its turn. That's half my HP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got big weapons and they're strong. Um, Bernard, oh. it is your turn. We're back up at round three. Okay, okay, okay. Um, he is just gonna continue hammering in. So he's gonna he's gonna try to climb up the pillar. And to get like some high ground and try to jump onto Perfect. the creature, um, just try to like grab on okay. its shoulder and just start stabbing into him. I will uh, say so. that will take half your movement. Those pillars are about ten feet high. Sure, sure. I mean, I don't really plan to move anywhere else. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it is what it is. But that's gonna be two attacks. Okay. Right, turn twenty and a. 27. Uh, both of those will hit for a total of uh, 26. Wow. I gotta Ow. do some math real fast. Um, this thing's definitely looking hurt after that. Yeah, this thing's looking real hurt as you grab a hold of one of the horns and it's like starting to lean to the left that you're holding on to and you're just like stabbing multiple times into its rib cage and it's looking real hurt hurt a bunch of sand is pouring out of this thing i mean if it's looking really hurt he's gonna get some vigor seeing the seeing how battered it is so okay. he's gonna use the uh action surge okay and try to stab some more okay go ahead uh, and make so your attacks should i declare all the attacks or can i do one by one you can do one by one all right so he's gonna He's going to speed up, but slow down a little bit. <laughs> you're pretty confident if you get another attack on it, you're probably going to take this creature out. You get a natural 20. You don't even need to roll damage. So what he's going to do, if I can describe it. Yes, like he's, finish. He's like grabbing on his horn. Mm -hmm. So he's going to use the Kopesh like as he stabs twice. Um, he's going to leave it in. Like re-grab the blade to sort of, you know, have it, um, you know, downwards yes like hold the yeah. downwards yeah yeah take it out and just slice off its head nice and as you do that it just and sand goes everywhere and the sword drops to the ground with a clud and that one is dead and he's gonna use the momentum of like falling down to sort of use his 10 left 
10 feet of movement that he's left to go mm -hmm. sort of flying like across the pillar okay and sort of you know land on his shoulder to roll up and then jump up to hit once at this one with Alrighty. just a straight roll as he's not flanking. Uh, 20 for, for 11 piercing. 11 piercing as you take the head of one, fall to the ground, do a combat roll up and kind of leap out of the combat roll. You do a slash across this creature's back doing 11 points of slashing damage or piercing damage whatever you want to call it doesn't really matter yeah it's damage nonetheless um that's going to bring that to okay that one's still looking pretty healthy um good turn though good turn anything else i think you've used everything that, that's gonna be yep. uh print of boots's turn and he's gonna be like oh wow that was very impressive bernard and oh that's not print of boots uh, he's going to move up to right behind the creature. Um, now there's three of you on this thing. So with his attack, oh my God, I need that inspiration. Um, I hit with inspiration. <laughs> Finally, the first time I need a... Um, as he cuts into him once and then goes again and cuts into him again, uh, doing... Oh, decent damage. Wow. Um, all right. You see Print of Boots rush up and kind of with the grace of a cat just like cut. He like slashes one way with his rapier and flips it around and kind of does how you took the guy's head off. He like flips it to the other his other hand. And then now the blade's like pointing backwards and does another slash. And then he does like an X cut across the back of this creature doing pretty good damage um vendro it is your yeah, uh, turn i'm gonna do uh, my uh, hex magic okay cast hex on this motherfucker and then do uh wisdom saving so he just vents it on a uh, before you do saving. anything constitution saving to see if you oh yeah true. stay from the condition uh 18 yes you succeed so i will cast hex okay on this creature and I need to... Do I need to make a save, I think? Uh, or is that just like you just do that? You see within oh. range until the spell and you deal an extra uh, 1d6 necrotic damage on the target whenever it's you like hit it. like Hunter's Mark. Yeah, it's, okay. it's like Hunter's Mark. And yeah. it has disadvantage on ability checks made with the chosen soul strength. Okay. Strength. Uh, and I would like to cast nothing else i would like to hit it with my um rapier go for a swing let's see if i hit oh i had advantage oh never mind natural 20 uh, okay <laughs> yeah for all your damage don't need advantage that's what <laughs> so 10 total no uh, more than no all right well, you do an entire dice right and then yes add that. yeah so that'll be eight plus six okay plus another d6 which is also counted as a crit because okay. it's on that attack. So, so uh, that's six. six, eight, five, and six. So, Let me do math real fast. Six plus six plus eight plus five. Uh, 25 points of damage as you cut into yes. this creature. And it too 12 is... 12 necrotic. Uh, yes, and it's starting to look uh, pretty beat up as you cut into it for... Uh, 25 points of damage and use your hex magic on it. 
So disadvantage oh, on strength right. checks or strength skills. Yes, perfect. And uh, is that it? For my final trick, I will uh, just boop it. Okay, boop on the nose. <laughs> yes. <Boop. laughs> it didn't like that very much. Uh, Valindria, it is your turn. Uh, yeah, let's shoot another firebolt at it. Okay. Right this time. 17. 17. 17 hits. Nice. Roll your damage. That is eight. Eight. Fire damage. Perfect. Yes, as it like is getting ready for another attack, it brings up its scimitar and your firebolt like hits it right in like its shoulder area and explodes mm. and doing your damage. And it's it's looking pretty bad. Lots of sand is pouring out of it. Um, nice. Anything else you'd like to do? Um, no, not really. All right. It is the bad guy's turn. Oof. And it's going to do its 360 moves. So Bernard, Chrono, or Chronos, uh, it will Bernard, get, Print of Boots. Huh? It will get a fall from Pontent. Oh, rude. Okay. Thank it, you. Um, <laughs> from the uh, last few couple attacks, it swings off balance and you... Uh, yeah, you all like duck out of the way or combat roll out of the way, dodge out of the way, and none of you get hit because of wizards. Right. <laughs> yes. Bernard, it is your turn. Top of the all round. Right. Round four. Awesome. Uh, dodging out of the way, he's going to go. Uh, actually, he doesn't go anywhere because that doesn't benefit him. He's just going to dodge out of the way and run back up to try to get two hits in. Okay. Uh, four, uh, just normal. That's that very hits. close. 28 and 13. That misses. Oh so one gosh. of them hits. So that's for a total of... That's for 10 piercing. 10 piercing. Uh, finish this last one. Oh, dear. <laughs> Kill Steeler. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> that's my name. Uh, so as he like dodges away from, from the hit, he's going to, you know... As he sort of slides down, like three, three, three point landing, mm -hmm. he's gonna like use. He's gonna just sort of launch off, off from the ground, and sort of you know, sp he's gonna try spinning because I've heard that's a good trick. Uh, and he's just gonna, he's just gonna go through the the fiend, just sort of drill through his chest. Yeah, and as you do that, it um, turns into sand, and you like land right in front of Vinthro or next what about the weapons and the weapon does drop they are very large two-handed scimitars so the and combat is over yes the weapons are there they um now that combat is over and you start taking a look at them they do look magical i will take both um you only can carry one they are one. it think of like a great sword so yeah. they're very large. They're two-handed scimitars that have the stats, well, of a great sword that's got a magical enchantment on it. Yeah, this is not Skyrim inventory where you can carry nope. five great I know, swords. I know, I know, I know, but, but I can yeah, still you, put you can definitely take one, put it on your back. Um, I would say if you tried to use it, you'd probably have disadvantage. I think at well, least I'm, I'm not going to use it. I'm going to sell it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, and it's it's like. It's 
made the same like it's the same style as like bernard's but obviously not as nice but it's still got a glow it's got hieroglyphs throughout it um just kind of it's got some cool symboling in the hilts um it looks like a fairy fairly nice magical sword and yeah there are two of them but uh only one one. uh print of boots is like oh well uh i might as well take the other i can't use it but we can no, we can bring it back to yeah, camp. Yeah. And later. so he'll he'll go over and slap the other one on his back. Um and I and do look badass with it on my back. As you guys defeat the last one, a little bit like a couple minutes go by, and then the key uh kind of floats down probably 10 feet off the ground, or not even 10, like five feet off the ground, and the blue magic aura is gone and it's just kind of floating there. I'll grab it. All right, you have successfully got your key. Fourth key? No, fourth, fifth key. You have to remember. I for, I forget what key we're on. You well, got I another have a crystal key, which no, this well, is the, the statue. Yeah, yeah this the, is a yes, the statue. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, you now have the possession of that, uh, that key, and you guys are left. To, to this room what would you like so we're to missing do? one key now uh yes if we're on the one third floor yeah one that, more you've gotten two yes it was two two yeah i'm guessing this final statue is further down maybe i mean that makes sense yeah sure. anyway we'll see we'll see i didn't get to see the stuff up here i'll go up here and just look at okay. it for a second do you want to make any investigation? Yeah, I would like to make, okay. make investigations. Roll it up. 15. With a 15, um, standard statue. Um, it's got the same phrase that the ones at the main hall have at this base. Um, I call to you all my creations. Come raise my mortal body so my eternal soul or so my eternal soul can join my <laughs> mortal body. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there you go. You got sorry. there. <laughs> it's got been there, a while yeah. since I've seen it. Uh, <laughs> it's, you know, it's this one's in kind of poor condition. Um, parts of chunks of like sides of the statue are missing and laying on the floor around it space. Um, but there's, there's no chest, no, nothing really around it except debris and sand all right so let's let's go back and check the other direction uh but but, but while winthrow is investigating the statues uh, bernard's gonna like wiggle up onto the stairway uh okay. and he's gonna walk up to uh valendrian and just sort of walk up next to him like you know stare into the same direction as he is and he's gonna like elbow him his side and then, like, make eye contact and just, like, wiggle with his eyebrows. What is it? You find something interesting last night? I mean, any spicy recipes? <laughs> uh, not yet. Not yet. I just was able to read the first page. And it's a... It's a... You read one page? Yes. Did, did, did you fall asleep? It's a hard read. I will again uh, cast Mage Armor on myself before we continue on 
I don't think you need to. That's eight hours, isn't it? It's eight yeah, hours. Yeah, but that was like before but our rest. Was, oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, that's right. So now I need to time. recast it again, that's and right. then it's yes. like for a whole day. Yes. Almost. Practically. Yeah. An adventuring day, that is. Yeah. Exactly. I'll uh, crawl up and uh, okay. continue. Yep. Print of Boots will join you guys. And about as you like get close, uh, Winthrow, you just hear Bernard say, I mean, if you're going to need any help, I can, you know. I'm pretty sharp. You can ask me anything. I'll, I'm pretty good at it. And then, like three magic are missiles are gonna burst out into the rate uh, the the kopesh to imbue it. Uh, what are you two talking it. about? What? Did you find anything? Um, no, just uh, the normal incantation on the statues that we oh, already read. That's rough. You know, I'm sure you're gonna find something someday. Cause you're you're a really smart fellow. You got a sharp <laughs> eye. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's continue. Sure, yeah. All right. Uh, you guys make your way back um, to the hallway that you came. I'm not going to move print of boots. I'll move them when I need to. And let's go um, up. Yeah, and you guys decide to go up. All right. Investigation. Okay. <laughs> Roll your investigation check. <laughs> uh, I hope that is... Okay. Oh. Roll it with advantage. Never mind, that is uh, 23. Hmm. 23. Uh, it seems not to be trapped anywhere. You Good. seem pretty confident in that. Just making um, sure. As you guys pass the way that brought you here and continue upwards, uh, it's just a continuation of a hallway. Um, and then there's a hard bend to the left. That's the only way to go. Well, continue that way. All right. You continue that way, and when you turn that corner, you are greeted with an opening into a room that is fully dark. Um, you can't see much in this room. Uh, Valendrian, you can see from where you're at that in the middle of this room seems to be some sort of structure that has collapsed. Um, it, from the debris around it, it didn't seem like it'd be too tall. Maybe like 12 13 feet tall it was some sort of structure it doesn't look to be like a statue of any kind like maybe that it was like a some small altar or something like that well not necessarily small but a medium-sized altar mm. there are four sarcophagi uh, in here and there is a hallway that leads you the same way that you could go and then there's another hallway that would take you left and mm. down and there does appear to be a f some light coming from that room and stairs leading up to that room uh, that one down here yes mm. uh, so just I follow will... the light for now I will investigate the room first alright yeah, and let's check this uh... as you're doing that you're your pulling feeling is like going pretty insane. Mm. And I like to cast guidance on myself, so I can roll a d4 to add. But to okay. Add. Because I forget, I keep forgetting I have guidance, and it's literally just a cantrip. <laughs> so that is, first of all, it's 24 plus force 28. Hmm. With that high of an investigation check, that altar or structure, whatever is collapsed in the middle. You can faintly see they're blocked pretty by a pretty big boulder or 
piece of whatever this used to be. And there are stairs leading down, but it would either take someone extremely strong or a very powerful blast to like remove the rubble to get to those stairs. Don't, don't, don't make me waste a shatter on this. <laughs> you kind of get the feeling that this used to be like a think of those i forget what they're called but they're usually in cemeteries it'll be like a building and sometimes it'll be like stairs leading down to uh coffins or it's just like yes it's it's looks to be like an entrance to a crypt um Mm. but you know (laughs) that you guys don't really have the means to get down there like even if you if chronos was here you still probably wouldn't have the means to get down there just because there's one giant piece of rubble just like wedged in the stairwell. Right. But there's no traps anywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. But no loot. Uh, yeah, I mean, there would be not much. Uh, you find 50 assorted gems and that's it. 50, okay. Got it. And they're all in like each uh, sarcophagus. Just keeping tap on all what we find. Okay. Yeah, good. It's good. on my character sheet, but most of it is at the wagons. Yeah. Okay. What would you like to do? I would like to check out this uh, also a little bit more, saying that we have something below it. Hmm. Uh, I'm not strong enough to move it. I could cast shatter, but I don't think I don't know if it's gonna break completely. It's a big one. Big yeah, boulder. and it is gonna be a waste of a spell if it doesn't do anything. Yeah, let's let's leave it there for now. Who knows? Maybe yeah. we can come back later. Yeah. Okay. Man, I uh, wish Kronos didn't like shut down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Well, uh, I would want to look for that light that I see down there. Okay. You make your way. Uh, There's a staircase, not too many stairs leading up, maybe like four or five stairs themselves. You, uh, once you kind of get to the first couple stairs, you start to see a table that's lit by two braziers. And there is a staff that is on like two prongs, kind of just like how Bernard's was, Bernard's weapon. It's got like this two forks with like a U and then the staff is sitting mm. right on top of it. And at this side of the room, you can see there's two circles of something that were that are like in shambles. They're not like really raised up, maybe like a foot off the ground maybe, but they are like circles that have been cracked and they have magical uh, sigils on them. Maybe some su- sort of summoning circle or teleportation circle circle or something like that you would know like instantly this is kind of like the way Mm. people would do a teleportation circle or some kind of summoning circle um there is four sarcophagi um that that flank this table on each one of the walls the room is a rectangle or it seems to be rectangle in shape and you get a pretty good feeling that that staff is what is calling to you it's very ornate it looks just is made out of the same material that the quarterstaff and the uh, Bernard's rapier is made out of, or Kopesh, I should say. And it's got gold on it, just like them, at least from what you can see from this distance. Right. 
Um, well, uh, this this is it, I think. I, um, I would go forth and take a look at the staff. Okay. Yeah, it's a beautiful staff. Now, um, you wouldn't know the name Ooh. of it, so try not to metagame that, but that's kind of what it looks like. Oh, but God. it's a little different. Um, like the staff part isn't all gold. Only the top part is. That's more of that black material that like the sack mm. order staff is made out of and it's got rings of gold kind of going up the staff of it and then right in the middle is hieroglyphs before touching it actually i need to touch it to cast identify no mind <laughs> um <laughs> well i would recognize this uh these stands it uh, sits on could we again try to do that what we did with bernard's Weapon where we kind of like sure. kept the weight on the stands. Sure. You can try. All right. Um what <laughs> um what what did we use for that last time? Was that it was a mage hand or slide of you yeah, you had mage hand and I cut the thread, then we meant no. That was the chest. That was the chest. I mean the yeah, weapon the stand. Chest. The weapons we did I believe uh, we used a rope. Rope to like hold it down, like underneath the weapon to hold down the things. Do we have rope? Yeah, I brought rope. Oh, great! Um, he did bring like it. a climber's kit, yeah, which would have rope. Then, in it. Uh, but could we could we do that again? We'll you may try. certainly try. Uh, well, with I will cast guidance on whoever do it. Two people are going to need to do this. I can only cast guidance on one. Who's worst at sleight of hand? Um, um, I think your mother. I am. Whoa, <laughs> you, Bernie is good. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna cast uh, guidance on myself. Okay. And me and Bernie is gonna try to do this. Okay. Yeah, sure. What are you gonna use to keep the rope down, like with pressure? Batons. Batons. Okay. I'll yes, say you have that in your climbing kit. Yeah. That's why I brought. All them. right. So to do this, uh, yeah, just give me two sleight of hand checks. Hmm. 15 plus 3, so that would be a 17. 18. Yeah, you guys do it no problem with a natural 20 and an 18. Um, you hammer down some uh, like stakes into the ground with your climber's kit, and you keep you get the rope as tight as you guys can make it, and you think it's okay to pick up now. All right. Okay. Um, uh, before you pick it up, I would like to cast Identify on it, if that's even possible. Okay. Okay. Just so to know if it's not cursed or something. All right. Uh, All right. Ritual cast identify. All right. So you take the time to uh, identify this object. And as you interact with it, you get information from it. This staff is called Starseer, the Beholder's Insight. And it's extremely light staff that is uh, almost completely covered in gold in emerald engravings throughout the entire handle and up through uh, the like circular mantelpiece on top of it um it's like i said very similar in color uh the like the black material as what um, bernard's weapon and chronos's weapon is made out of and at the top of the staff, a soft emerald light pulsates. 
And, mm. uh, well, uh, since you have identify special effects, the staff grants the wielder, uh, the wielder, a glimpse into the future, allowing the wielder to change the outcome of an event with the staff dawn, the creature gains one foretelling die. So another, a third divination dice. If you were to wield Damn. it, just have it on you. You get plus two to perception rolls. And what? in rare occasions, the staff can access memory fragments left behind by souls. And to elaborate on this, this is at the DM's discretion. Your DM will give you some sort of hint when a memory fragment is around to access. So this is something you find out in the world that you would kind of like walk up to and interact with and you'd get like a memory from the soul that has left it it behind. And it's not cursed. Um, It doesn't seem to be cursed. uh, And that's really what you get from it. Pick it up now. All right, um, I extend my hand and pick up the staff. Okay. As you pick up your staff, as what happened to Bernard and Kronos, the same happens to you. Your eyes roll in the back of your head and you get a vision, but this time it's not of a war. It's of where you're standing. Uh, that you're in the other room currently where you guys just came from with that altar that um, Mm -hmm. crypt that has fallen and it is a crypt Um, you see a glimpse of a what you would presume maybe a general's body being taken down there as it's already Mm. gone through the mummification process it's being taken down there by um, what looks to be UNT Uh, down there it's a very small room it just holds a single sarcophagus and it's for uh, this person that they're putting in it. And then the memory or the vision cuts. When it cuts, you all start to hear a kind of like a rumbling sound coming from the other room where the altar or the where the tomb is. Would you like to go investigate? No, nope. <laughs> we're good. Um. First of all, can I like add this staff to my yes. inventory? Yes. Oh, sorry. I'll give it. I'll put it into your inventory. One second. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Because I made them actual items. So that I items. can uh, read the yes. the ability and facts you can kind and all of that. figure That's, out how to yeah, use nice. it. Players, Valendrian, um, Starseer. Bam. You should have it in your inventory. Oh now yes. Under tools. Um. But yes, you all hear a rumbling sound. And, but the uh, um, just the question of uh, the foretelling die, is that like a third it's, portent or it's, yes, that's what, exactly what it is. Ah, you now okay. have three. You roll three dice instead of two. Wow! <laughs> wow! That's cool. That is cool. And then plus two to perception checks. Yes. And then obviously oh. the um, the sh- like memory shards that you can potentially find throughout the world, you would need the staff to access them. Right. Yes. So looking into the past, practically. Right. Hey, right. the first weapon we didn't trigger the fucking trap for. Yeah. Well, sort we, of. I think we were fine with mine, right? I think. Uh, we had to kill an entire giant motherfucker. I mean, yeah, that's... You know, it I mean, happens. I haven't heard. I haven't heard anything like that going on in the other room. 
Well, the rumbling is getting louder from the other room that you all started to hear. I mean, you know, I think this room is a good as place as I need to just stay forever. Sits uh, cozy. Well, I will share, of course, with the rest of the party what I've seen in the vision that there is this tiny crypt down there with one sarcophagus of this general's body. Uh, which what general? What name? How dear. Didn't hear a name. I just what he look like. He was um, wrapped up in mummy wrapping, so he was mummified. So Fuck. he was dead. I don't want to fuck <laughs> Could be anything. You hear this rumbling <laughs> sound getting louder and louder as you guys are standing. Uh, I think I heard something. <laughs> oh, you think? <laughs> Boots is like you uh, guys. Some that's great and all, but something's happening in this other room. Yeah, let's let's go there <laughs> quickly. Okay. As you guys make it back to the room that you hear the rumbling, that large piece of stone that was covering the stairs starts to lift up and out starts to walk a mummified humanoid body, but he's wearing a pure golden mask. And it's got like the long Egyptian chin to the mask. And he's making the rock hover with potentially a telekinesis spell and then with ah! a flick of his wrist it goes flying to the left of the room and crashes up against the wall well, and that's where we're in the us. session oh. well the party survived the mage and the third general I don't know but we're going to have to find out in the next oh, episode the of the lost city of Neka Hamu I don't want to find a mage <laughs> I thought he would throw the boulder in our corridor and roll us all down. Yeah.